Ayas, Kalun, Rory, and Telnius, you all find yourselves in the market square in the shadow of the statue of Burek and Bjorn, the elder bear. Also standing with you is Commander Leon, I'll say. All of the leadership of Bjornheim and Elgrahim, the Varrican people, are there to bring you in a ceremony for you to enter the tribes and the people, the clans of the Varrican. Queen Reyna is there, and uh, many of the people you have met over these past almost five months. Reyna addresses the crowd of Varrican tribesmen and shield maidens who are there. Everyone understand that this is a decision not of myself or of the leaders here, but you, the people, know that this is a decision that will help us reclaim the lands that have been taken from us. These Trailenders have come to us by strange means, but they have proven themselves worthy of our people. Just as I have faced the other side and returned to you, these people call you their family. With us today are five unique men whom wish to help us. For this man, Commander Leon, I will vouch my honor to him. Commander Leon bows before her and the rest of the crowd. Who will vouch for Rory, Lil Adi, Harbinger of Death? The crowd remains silent for a second. Some of the servants say, Yeah, little Ari. <laughs> Jarl Erica steps forward. She has the red hair pulled back, kind of braided back. It's the one whom you had uh, knocked out. I gave her a black eye, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, on the ship, um, that initial attack in the Hollow Mountain. She is a presence there, for sure. Her arms are crossed, but she nods her head and raises one of her hands. I, Jarl Erika, vouch for Rory Kilgannon. And she looks in you in the eyes and bows her head to you. Hey, thanks. <laughs> you, you, you are welcome. Queen Reyna continues. Also with us, the rightful prince of Treyland, Aias Synthorn. Who will vouch for this man? A stir comes from the crowd as a periton the elk with wings comes through the crowd. Riding on its back is Fru Ilana. She speaks out. I will vouch for Ayas. He is a great hunter and companion. He knows the spirits of the forest well. 
and is deserved of the title Vatican. And she bows to you from atop her periton. I silently put my fist over my left peck, and I just bow my head in thanks. Queen Reyna continues. Telnius, the worshiper of Thesla, has faced much atrocity from our people and yet is standing before you today. Whom will vouch for such a man who put his life on the line to help us? Slowly, Finn steps forward. Sister, I will vouch for Telnius. His loyalty is true. And when I was alone on the ship of enemies, he was a friend to me and always shall be. I lock eyes with him and smile and use my left hand over my chest and bow. He bows to you and kind of quaking breath breathes in and steps back into the crowd. Queen Reyna continues addressing, addressing the crowd. The master performer. I take a small bell. Talon. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Roasted. The master performer, <laughs> one whom already appears as one of our people. I, I believe, and Kowloon raises his hands, the Vatican people can vouch for me. Many of the Algorhim refugees start in applause for this, for this half-dwarf, half-human. Oh, damn, impressive. Okay, I'm not mad. <laughs> you have already charmed the crowds, but... <clears throat> One of the leadership must vouch for you. Who oh. will vouch for this man? There's kind of a long silence. Some of the Algorhim refugees look a little nervous as they shuffle. Stepping from behind you, Kowloon, and bringing your hand to her forehead is Siggy. I, I pull back. What, what are you doing here? She simply raises a hand and walks to Reyna, putting Reyna's hand to fo her forehead and communicates to her, I will vouch for Kalun. Why? Reyna says, she says, your heart lies with these people truly and that though you have faced great difficulties you have found home and siggy is looking you straight in the eyes i i look away and say she does not know me as well as she thinks but fine, if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. 
Queen Reyna lifts her arms. Then we shall proclaim it. These four, five men. <laughs> Sorry, Leon. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's used to it. He's been with us long enough. Poor guy. <laughs> I proclaim you all, the rowdy boys, as truly verified Varakin <gasps> tribesmen. The crowds seem to part. A behemoth of a man riding atop a bear comes into the market square. You all recognize him. He is bald. He has a large red and gray beard as Berserker Uba. You've seen him about, but he has not made his presence known to you all. And he speaks up. Reyna, if I may... I do not think this is a wise decision for our people. Too long have their people risen against us and pushed us back into the position we are. And you wish to just grant them honor and tribute? I speak my mind. And I allow my vote to be cast into this ceremony. His bear kind of grunts, <laughs> like growling at some of the Varrican around him. Reyna lifts her hands to the crowds as they murmur. Uba, you have been heard. You may make a request of these people. Uba looks to you all, stares you in the eyes. I request that they take the ritual of passage. Only then, when they face their own fears, will we know they are worthy to fight alongside the most fearless soldiers in all of Verahim. The crowds are murmuring once again and starting to rise up. Reyna raises an arm once more. You have spoken, Uba, and you are heard once more. You will all go through the ritual of passage. It has been decided. <sighs> so I feel like I would, I would wait for a couple of months. Uh, not, not just because I'm, uh, I'm being crafty. It's literally because I am very conflicted over yeah. what just happened over what I'd just done. Uh, I knew that this, this shaman in my mind, he, I still felt like he deserved to die. I just, I still feel as though I'm not, I'm not the good guy in this scenario. And that's never been something that has been very important to me, but I don't want to be the bad guy. If that makes sense. No, I, I get it. Um, uh, so a few pragmatic things. Have you been listening about the market still? This is my first question. 
Yeah, so I'm still I'm still walking around. I'm still gathering information, and I'm learning more and more about the Varrican language and about right. the culture itself. You're you're pretty adept. Like you're you're at the point after two months of intensive. You're literally immersed mm-hmm. with people who a lot of them only speak Varrican. You're getting to the point where comprehend languages is like a, a luxury. Um, it, it is just something that makes it that much easier. Um, to do, but you could so it kind of changes it from like me speaking as though I were an older child still learning how to speak, uh-huh. and a like when I cast comprehend languages, it's like oh he's an adult and he fully knows the, the exactly. language or something like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's a really good metaphor for how that goes. Yeah, um, okay, and, and how that feels. So, so um, I'm usually I'm probably casting that quite often then. Just sure, to, yeah. like when when it becomes important for mm. when you're trying to gather this information and, yes. and, and using it in pair with disguise self. Um. Or are not, you more not often. just making when I'm, yourself when I'm, a presence? Yeah, I'm more. I, I'm making myself a presence. I, I'm intentionally, as a bard, I'm intentionally performing for people. I'm trying to like lift their spirits. I'm like, you know, I'm making myself like mm-hmm. a good part of their culture. Like they, I, I would say most of the people here probably have come to like Kowloon, okay. uh, and that probably was helped immensely by the fact that I. Out of all the Trailenders here, I look mm-hmm. the most like a Varrican. So I would say probably the majority of the people uh, who I norm- who I regularly interact with, like at the market or wherever mm-hmm. else, uh, even maybe at the barracks because that's where my tent is, mm-hmm. enjoy having me around because I play them songs, I tell them stories, and so, so on and yeah. so forth. I'm actually going to say on top of that, you actually find yourself as Kowloon, like, a, I, I don't even want to say a part from it's a strange paradox what you're experiencing you're actually enjoying your time with the varican people yeah because of your appearance you're actually welcomed in pretty easily which is also by the way something that kowloon has never experienced before as a half dwarf inside of uh in Mm. in ben ness nobody ever accepted kowloon uh except for his Mm. his mother um yeah and when I got out of Ben Ness, I was the only uh, half dwarf uh, or dwarf period mm-hmm. in uh, in the school at Octocrag. And so I was constantly picked on there as well. Except for my mother and my uncle, I've never been accepted uh, yeah. for where I was. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that probably means a lot to Colin. It's, I'm sure it's a conflicting time for him. Yes, <laughs> absolutely it is. So on top of all of that, um, so you're not really disguising yourself. Uh, I I do disguise myself. Sorry, I, I meant to mention that. Ahead. I do disguise myself when I'm specifically asking about information okay. about the person who sets up the matches at the battle arena. I see. Give me an intelligence check though for over the past two months, and go ahead and. Oh, that's a nat twenty. I was going nice. to say take advantage, but mm, fuck okay. It. okay. Well, yeah, I'm not going to do that because <laughs> I already rolled twenty. <laughs> yeah, you learn very quickly. The reaction to the uh, Elgrahim shaman was that he was poisoned by a Varrican named Ragnar. Okay. You learned this pretty quickly. They put out the charge and for yeah. people to look and search for this man. I never disguise myself as Ragnar again. I just want to make sure that that's clear. <laughs> and with a nat 20, you learn that before you make the mistake okay. of of even disguising yourself again. Okay. Before you would even have the chance to make that mistake, you learned that that is the case within the camps. Gotcha. 
So when you do disguise yourself again, you take on a different form, maybe change certain, like make a large nose that maybe looks like it's broken or something like this. Like, yeah. You know, I think we, I just disguise myself for the situation that I'm in. Okay. Uh, I, I maybe even sometimes I disguise myself as like, Oh, Hey, I'm a single mom looking for my kid or I'm uh, a, you know, or I'm a, uh, an older, uh, a beggar on the street and I just want some, uh, you know, it's like, give me money. Oh, no. Okay. Well, how could a beggar like me get into the battle arena? I wonder. Interesting. Like, it's not, uh, oh, okay. Or, yeah, did, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up no, on the spot. It doesn't no, have to be I love that, it. But, yeah. Okay. So, on one of these particular occasions, um, let's actually roll with the, with the beggar. Okay. Yeah. So, you're in the main market, um, one of yes. the busier areas, and you're acting as this beggar. You've got what's your uh, so like? i'm yeah. uh i put on a garb that i found just kind of like uh probably at maybe like a menders uh stall or something like that okay. something that has that was really patchy yeah uh, i stole it from them and it was kind of just like a is that your character's it, name patchy, patchy. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's like whatever the american word for patchy is yeah yeah we'll just say uh uh <laughs> Yeah, Patchy, sure. Yeah. I'll just tell people my name is Patchy in Varrican. Uh, so uh, I am bald. Okay. Uh, it looks like I kind of got a, a few liver spots here and there. Mm. Like it looks like I'm older. I see. Uh, I have a, a gray beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, maybe, yeah, just like really holy garb that would keep me warm because I don't want to get distracted right, by the course. cold, but also kind of like, it makes yeah. sense that I'm uh, yeah. Oh, and I also, I mean, you can be wearing as Kowloon warmer mm-hmm. material and then your disguise self changes oh, well, okay. the appearance of, so you look like a cold beggar, but okay. in reality you're a warm Kowloon. Okay. So the only thing I feel like I had to steal is a, probably like a ratty, uh, like a rat, a hat, <laughs> a deery hat. How'd you get a deer? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm glad you finally accepted. No, that. I don't want to accept it. That's the first time on microphone I've ever accepted it. Oh, we're keeping it in too. No. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna get a uh, like a really tattered, I guess I should say, hat uh, from somewhere, oh, okay. and I will just you know I, so I can hold that out and grab uh, grab some money. So why don't we just say that it covers the cost of the mead that I bought before, so I don't have to remember to write that down on my character sheet. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, let it go. <laughs> um, Cool. So this particular interaction, someone denies you money, and they. So this this guy, he, he looks like one of the warriors. He's got a shield on his back. He's got his hair actually in that that braided style, uh, and you can see like blue war paint. It's it's no one you recognize, but yeah, you can but tell this warrior. guy is a warrior yeah. exactly. And he, no, you should uh, you should clean up your boots and and work at the farms up north. If I could, I would, young one. You no idea when you get my age, you'll understand. Mm, Yeah. I mean, you look pretty good, pretty fit for your old age. Well, tell me, where are you heading now? Mm. After the battle arena, there is a fight to happen. We are putting money on the the winner. (laughs) Really? Yes, yes. I wonder... With the coin I've gathered today, do you think I could also bet? Oh, that is not enough even for the entry fee to get into the arena, no. (laughs) Um, But but how could one such as I enter the arena? Who sets up these matches? Tell me, beggar. 
Do you yes. have a past in fighting? Do you train? Are you uh, it's, familiar with weapons? It's been a long time, but yes. How about with spear? Yes. All right. Listen, Asgar has a sense of humor. Asgar, he leads the whole thing. He can never turn down a fight. The best free way to be a part of the arena is to challenge Asgar himself to a fight. Very Don't well. worry, old man. You won't die. We will make sure you do not get killed or nothing like this. It is not that type of arena. Are you interested in making a bet? Then? Are you taking me serious? Of course. Yeah, yeah get up, get up. I take someone one, as, as such as you... Anything but serious. Oh. Get me a hot meal. And I think that I, maybe with a short rest and a hot meal, could beat you in a fight. Oh, this is perfect. Ah, yes. Oh, me. My name is Half Dan. It is nice to meet you. He has this excitement in him. He's uh -huh. seeing this all play out and this patchy guy getting his ass whooped uh -huh. by Asger. Um, and so he's, it seems as if he's, he's caught up in his own fantasy at the moment. Uh -huh. And he's, yes, of course, I was just having to get a meal before uh, going to the arena. I can pick you up something hot. Uh, yes, yes, I would, love, I would love that. So you actually sit down for a meal with him. Okay. Oh, um, he's he's saying that you're gonna fight Asger. You're not gonna fight Half Dan. He's saying Asger oh. never says no to. Uh, oh, wonder I misunderstood you. I was. <laughs> oh, you it looked, is okay. You look too strong. I was. I was thinking that maybe you would uh, beat this old man to 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 unrepair whatever. <laughs> um, make you dust. Go back to dust. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. That's a good word for it. Thank uh, you. Yes. Listen, I'm come in. This is my favorite. Uh, and he's kind of actually taken you, uh, south past some of the markets and actually down to the fish market he said, this is my favorite. Me and my companions, we are fishers on the Avanova. We caught this this morning. This will be the best meal you've had in days. What did you say your name uh, was? One, uh, People call me Patchy now. Ah. <laughs> yes. That is a cute name. <laughs> well, uh, you are like puppy name, dog. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I, I can, I can see where you would get that, but do not misjudge me. I, no, I was I very fierce in my. I'm excited day. to see your skills play out. Please, please uh, enjoy some of this smoked salmon. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate this. Meal. And he kind of he finds a spot for you guys to sit down. You can tell like when he gets to the fish market. Um, which you can smell before you even get to. The salmon you see that are laid out, they're like almost three feet long. Like these yeah. things are huge. This is the so I'm not actually starving, so I yeah. probably don't take a whole bunch, but I take yeah. enough that it looks like I'm, you know, like, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying, and and you can tell when Half Dan gets there, people recognize him, and he he gets basically brought back behind the the main front store market and he has his own personal place where he gets served and he gets food and all this kind of stuff and he says yes every morning we uh we go out on the waters and and with times as tough as they are within the Bionhim uh tribes you know we are we are practically famous here uh and uh the becoming the hero is almost more so than our warrior attempts well, because you, of the food that we are providing. Of course, you seem very popular here. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. I am. Uh, I am on my way to replace. Uh, well, 
Who are you going to tell? I do not give a damn. I'm on my way to uh, replace the, the now berserker, the husband of uh, Jarl Erika. At least oh. this is my goal, you know. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Mm, thank you. Yeah, Uba, I mean, <laughs> he is a frightening presence himself. If you are scared of me, this man, you do not want to meet. <laughs> uh, who was this again? Oh, Berserker Uba. Uba. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I believe I've heard of him. Yeah, he is. And he is. who is this weakling you said I'd be fighting? <laughs> oh, Asgard. Yeah, he Asgard. is. He's. Uh, He's good with the spear and the shield. Um, do you have a, a shield of your own? Uh, no, I've nothing left to my name except for what is on my person. I see, I see. Well, I'm excited to see how this plays out. You think you can really take the uh, take on a fight of this one who... I mean, he, he owns the arena. He, he, he invested in it because he himself is not exactly the best warrior here in beyond him, but... Uh, but uh, he he will be fun, and he likes to put on a show. I mean, really, well, with all of us crammed here, this is really the only entertainment we get within this land. Uh, I hate to ask, mm. but maybe when I meet him, I should uh, I should be wearing better better garb. Maybe maybe have my own shield and mm. spear. Do you mm. think I could? Uh, borrow some coin from you and meet you tomorrow after I acquire these things. He gives you a look and he squints his eyes. Listen, we will we will be walking past my barracks on the way my way to the arena. You can come with me. You can choose three of of things that I choose uh for you to have. Uh thank you. Should we meet uh what time tomorrow should we should we meet? Oh yeah, you. We will go tonight and get uh, you. You set up, and then you can train overnight. I have to. I mean, I already have bought my seat at the arena for the fight tonight. Uh, tomorrow noon time. Let's meet. Uh, let's say that is when uh, we will meet at the arena uh, with Asuka. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, tonight might not be uh best uh maybe we should just meet uh noon tomorrow noon tomorrow and you will meet at my barracks for the to get your gob yes yes where i assume you're oh just come ask for half dan yeah yes, <laughs> they will yes. know who i am well half dan it's been it's been a pleasure patchy i don't believe Thank i'm saying this but it has been a pleasure meeting you as well thank you for joining me for a meal I, as soon as I get out of sight, I run away because I assume my disguised self is running out of time. Ah, yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's like you're finishing the meal and like your nose is turning back. But yeah, he's like, like <laughs> as he's drinking, like your horn comes down and your nose is different or something and you feel it and you're like, okay, like, bye. Okay, all right. I gotta go. <laughs> I love this. So. Yeah. So that night, uh, what do you want to do as Kowloon to uh, prep? Um. I'm going to go ahead and reapply my glyph of warding to my silver dagger. Okay. And I think I'm going to um, try to get some sleep. So you wake up the next day. Uh, anything else you want to do that morning before the noontime meeting at the arena? Or actually at the barracks? I think I probably just go through my my normal thing. I probably meet up with the rowdy boys, talk with them for a little while. Okay. Um, and then maybe uh, head down to the market. 
Yeah. And just maybe perform a little bit, especially for, uh, I, I perform a lot, you know, for like the refugees and stuff like that. People who would normally just be yeah. in a, in a funk and a depression. And cool. I try to like, yeah, you gain notoriety. And when they see you approach, especially at the refugee mm-hmm. camps, the Elgrim, uh, refugees, they get super excited every time they see yeah. you come in. And I'm it's- especially generous today. And I perform up until the last second because, it's kind of like in my mind, I'm trying to offset yeah. uh, what what I'm planning to do later. Sweet, yeah. So uh, noontime rolls around. You're you're just returning uh, back to the the barracks and where the soldiers' camps are, uh, where your camp is, Colleen. Mm-hmm. And um, it it is just about that time to go meet Half Dan. Okay, so I just I walk up, you know, I, I find him. I guess, yeah, we don't have to play that. Do you out, disguise? You disguise? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, obviously, yeah. I will, I will stuff. go back as Patchy, um, mm-hmm. and right. then I go over to Half Dan. I love that. I love just like the, just the idea of like maybe even Kaloon waving to a few people before going to this like secluded spot, like because he's just gained that much notoriety and stuff, and oh, then yeah. like having this like conflicted transformation happen as the liver spots form the beard grows out the you know gray beard yeah there's even bald head and mm -hmm. like and and the clothes become ratty like ah that's just such a cool visualization i love it um so you head over to the barracks um and it is very easy to find uh half dan he's surrounded uh surrounding a campfire it's a particularly cold day there is snow it's not necessarily um stacking it's kind of hitting the ground and melting um actually no this is two months in it's actually it's it's sticking pretty well yeah, there's probably there's a, lot a good inch then. and a half um on the ground and it the snow is coming in there is now more snow yeah we're deeper into the winter there's not as many um like um there's not as many days at all where the um where the ground is melting again so okay uh sun is that much more um, secluded, darker. So that could even be having a, an effect on Kowloon's, um mentality and emotions during this time. Yeah. So I think that it definitely does. And there is a psychological transformation along with the, just the appearance uh, mm-hmm. because yeah, I'm getting into a mode where I am now committing to this uh you know before i was patchy i felt like i I felt like i could like okay at any point in time i have an option i have an option to just not be patchy half dan would never know it was me and committing to the disguise i felt like that was my last chance to to back out and just be calling for the day yeah so it's definitely a psychological transformation as i uh, as I become uh, patchy again and yeah. commit myself to the uh, to the course ahead. So it's a it's a hard walk from that secluded spot where you've become patchy to Half Dan's barracks. Yeah, I would say it was a harder walk to get to the secluded spot. But then after mm. after I'm patchy, like I said, that psychological transformation is going to make it so where it's like, okay, yeah. I'm I'm doing it. Yep, like, it's there. You're, There's you no look no time down to waste. And you see the old the like the elderly mm-hmm. hands that you have. It's it's you're that person yeah. you're that new person okay cool so yeah you you arrive and and his you know he's there with um looks like about five other friends looks like they've just finished their day out on the waters um which the avanova river hasn't frozen mm-hmm. over there's ice maybe on the edging and stuff but it's still but moving fast enough still moving yeah. out into the ocean and um okay yeah, yeah. so they're still bl- yeah that makes sense so he uh, he, he is 
you know, kind of in this different garb. He's not in like his warrior's garb. He's um, in like a fisherman's um, normal tunics and okay. stuff like that. It's still nicer though than like yeah. most of the other people who are hanging out. Definitely who what I'm wearing. Yeah. Oh yeah, way better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I just half done. Ah. Uh, yes, it is my favorite. And so he he actually tells the the he recaps yesterday is like this man is going to fight. Asgard himself, and it is going to be amazing. Uh, yes, my <coughs> uh, my one last one last hurrah. I need. I feel like this is just the thing that I need. Listen, Thank you, Apache. Yeah. If you win this fight against Asgard, you will be all set. You will never have to beg again. Ah, uh, I, <laughs> I can't even imagine. Ah, yes. Uh. I have hope for you, Patchy. I at first did not like you that much, but now I must admit you are growing. Uh, you are growing on me. Ah, uh, wonderful! I'm glad to hear it. All right, let's get you uh, set yes. up so you are not. Uh, you know, it is not so easy for your ass to get whooped. <laughs> <laughs> you might be surprised, and I kind of like shake my finger at him like I'm an old man. <laughs> so I have here this old uh, woven uh, leather armor. Let's. Hmm. Do you want to try it on? Uh, yes, it's, it might be a little big. I might have to wear it over oh, no, top of what I'm already Oh, no, this is from when I was a, a teenager wearing, and still, yeah. uh... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. if Go I Go ahead, can, try uh, it on. Uh, maybe I'm a little embarrassed. Maybe I should try it on, um... Uh, somewhere. Uh, oh yes, go ahead. Go or... into my barrack. Yeah, take this and uh, and here. Try out this spear. And he hands you like a ah, like a tall, you. You. Um, five foot long spear, like perfectly. Uh, I mean, it's like it's not the nicest one, but it's yeah. it's been. Um, you can see the the color change where the blade has been uh, sharpened over and over and over again. Okay, uh, it's old metal, but it still holds up. It's got a glean to it. And okay, he hands you over just one of the prac, like one of the training shields. Okay, it's a little so, bit more beaten up. So where I go, is there like an uh, like a, a window to the outside or something? Yeah. So inside his barracks, um, you'll see that um, it's. Yeah, it's actually inside his barracks. And okay. do you he shuts the so, door and he allows you. So you walk into this kind of like um it's it's a larger it's it's actually a wood like there's wood structure to this one mm-hmm. and it's you know it's still that tent fabric or whatever, but it's almost more of a cabin than yeah. a tent. And he's he's actually got a table laying out because he's in charge of other soldiers. And okay. so um you So is there you but is there a wanna, window in there? Oh I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um Okay. Um so yes, what I'm planning are. on doing what I'm planning on doing is I'm dispelling uh, the ratty garb okay, that yeah. I have on over yeah. top of mine, and mm-hmm. then I'd make the the armor that he wants me to wear appear over, like over top of the armor that I actually have on, right? Uh, so I don't have to change any of my stats. Cool. And then I look out the window. Uh, would it be better to try to hide the armor that he tried to give me where he can't see it? Would it be better to hide it on like the ground under the window, or can I reach the roof and put it on there? you actually do see a collection of just like a few barrels and stuff, things that like extra spears, things mm-hmm. for the training grounds are being kept behind his, his place. Okay. So I just kind of like throw and, it in a pile, uh, in cool. like in the midst of all that stuff. And okay. I might, I'd probably come back for it later. Yeah, if you I just kind of shoot yeah. it and it goes between a barrel and, um, another crate and like okay. a stack of, of firewood. Cause there's a little, um, burning furnace inside of this, tent so okay um so the armor's hid and do you want to do a perception check on his um 
long tent? Yeah, because I feel like um, I think you know Halfdan. You said Halfdan was the one that led uh, the mm. attack on the on the dwarves and the mines, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm. I think in my mind, I'm really wanting this to be a different Halfdan. And maybe it is. I don't know because he just seems like a really cool guy. Sure. Uh, so yeah, I'll roll a perception check and look around a bit. Give it to me, baby. Okay, so that's going to be a fifteen. You begin looking around. You see that it's a pretty normal warrior's tent. Uh, he's got his um, own different weapons and whatnot. What's different, of course, is that table that I mentioned earlier. It's got a lot of different plans. And when you go through the stuff on the table, you're being very careful um, to not you know, totally dishevel, but you're looking through ledgers. He's keeping track of his... Um, his fishing uh, finances, all that kind of stuff. And then, and you're able to pretty easily read through and recognize different words. Um, if you still have comprehend languages cast, you can, yeah. as long as you're touching the, uh, the, the books, I think it's, it's something that you just instantly, uh, yeah, I can read it after a, like a minute or so. And you know that you, you're kind of on a, um, a time limit here. Mm-hmm. After a little bit, you do actually come across some of his uh, r- roughly drawn plans for the attack upon the dwarven mines. You see that he planned out the sabotage and the uh, massacre of those people. In fact, one particular paragraph that you find um, brags about how the dwarves ran after beheading one of the dwarves and shoving it onto the statue of the bagpipes. Mm. Okay. And so how I, this was a good tactic to use to send the dwarves running into the further into the mines. Okay. So I'm like, I don't think I'm really conflicted about this guy anymore. Like I, I mm. really hate him regardless of uh, mm-hmm. whether or not he's acting uh, good. Uh, I, I think, uh, in the little time that I have left, I specifically look for, uh, any mention of whoever gave him the order to do this. So you'd spend another minute. Mm -hmm. You notice that this was a plan that was pitched, denied by Jarl Erika, and yet was completed through. And that's actually why he has stuff written out to say, look at the success of this and how we can continue to fight against the Trailenders. Okay, so he did it against orders. Against orders from Yara Erika. Okay, so I put everything back as best I can, remember how it was. Um, and then I uh, I exit back out to uh, to Halfdan, and I uh, before I kind of like, I kind of just smack my... Just mm-hmm. smack my cheeks a little bit and try to, you know, get back in and yeah. walk out and say... <clears throat> Ah, uh, uh, what do you, what do you think? Ah, and, and he's there with his friends, uh, his fellow like soldier kin. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all just kind of bust up laughing, seeing this old man in, uh, in the armor and with the shield and the sword or, or the shield and the, uh, spear <laughs> and, ah, yeah, Patchy, you look like you could take out an entire infantry. Uh, Am I right, boys? Ah, yeah. And they're all lifting their mead. Oh, five, I make fun all you want, but wait until you see me in the arena. 
I am uh, so excited. I think that Asgard will be very happy to meet you. In fact, I think he's there now. If you want to head over, we can just have a little meeting about how uh, we can turn this into one of the biggest uh, spectacles of the arena. Oh, well, I will... I will let you know uh, how it goes. I can take you over there just now. Well, let's not waste more time. All right. Boys, have fun without me. Continue drinking. And you especially. uh, Yes, let us go, and we will let you all know how this goes. Who? Yeah, and they they all kind of like... I lift my spear in the air. (laughs) But you hear loud, like bursting out of laughing once Mm -hmm. you get um, a little bit further out of sight coming back from the barracks. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So Haftan basically walks with you the the pretty straight shot to the uh, arena that's a little bit out of town, just at the edge of the Bjornheen forest, obviously where you have been before. You've seen people partying and... You come up to the arena, which I should kind of bring back to listeners' uh, mentality, is this structure where these tree trunks and logs have been set at an angle, aiming inward, uh, making a dome-like feature mm. of this arena. Um, but the kind of like a wooden coliseum. Wooden coliseum. There is still the, the seating is at the top of these, so you would actually have to climb up the outside of the wall that leans in toward the center and there are seats at the top and places for people to stand at the top of this arena dome. But instead of going up to the spectator side, you are actually going inside of the arena. You hear kind of this fierce, as, uh, this, Varrican man, he has his hair in the similar style as Half Dan, kind of pulled back in that one braid um, going back behind his head. There are silver pieces adorned throughout his hair. Um, and you can tell to this man, it's more about appearance rather than the actual strength that he has. He's maybe, he's probably a th- Third less of the size and muscular build as half Dan. Okay. Um, but so he's more around my size, but a little bit taller. Exactly. Okay. And he turns around and he says, ah, wipes the sweat from his brow. Half Dan, how are you? Ah, Asgard, I have a gift for you. And you guys are walking into the mm-hmm. arena. So, you know, he heard you guys open up, but he was he was kind yeah, of finishing was, up some moves against this post that's in the middle. You know, maybe trying to show off a little bit to whoever was walking in. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's he, You can tell he's trying to make a spectacle. So uh, <laughs> Asgard gives you an, uh, a look of uh, fascination, I will say. And he says, uh, who is your friend here? Ah, Asgard, this is Patchy. Uh, Asgar, that's a, that's a nice name, a, a mighty name. Nice it to meet is. you. Yes, it means Spear of the Gods. <laughs> mm. And he, he hits his chest, and he's uh, he's got his spear now uh, sheathed on his back along with his shield. Uh. But he comes up, and he gives you that kind of forearm embrace. Yeah, the, he yeah. Doesn't, yeah, he doesn't let up. He, he sees your age I, and that kind of stuff. I think that I kind of... I maybe put a little bit more pressure than he would expect from an older man. Nice. I like that. Actually, give me like a little bit, uh, give me a strength check, you know, just like to, to play that up. That is a 16. 
So he actually rolled a natural 20 yeah. on his. So like, <laughs> obviously he squeezes and it, it yeah. nearly leaves a mark, uh, even on Kowloon's natural mm-hmm. arm, uh, but certainly so on Patchy's, um, you know, liver spotted arms. Uh, but you are, you have brought a contest to him and he, ah, he has a good strength for an old man. Tell me more about yourself, Patchy. I, uh, the warrior before you were born, I'm sure. Uh, I'm I'm down on my luck. My my family was killed by Trelanders. In fact, I was wondering, if I beat you, could I face off against that Trelander? Did you put him in the arena? Oh, you're speaking of Lil Ari. Yes, can you set up a battle? Between me and him, are you the one that set him up in the first place? Oh, yes, of course. I, uh, When I heard that we were getting this great Trailender warrior, I knew I could make quite a bit of coin off of facing him up against one of our own Elder Beyonds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not... The bear was not actually an Elder God bear. <laughs> no. There was no way little Ari could beat him in battle, but... I knew that. Uh, I knew that going against one of our bears that would be the spectacle of a lifetime, and I can tell you, I brought in the, much of the gold. Mm. Well, so if I beat you, you can get me a fight with a trailender. I mean, he is working on becoming part of the tribe, but uh, I could talk to some people. I have connections higher up. I mean, it is how I got a hold of him and that other uh, trail in there as well. So, yeah, I could see what I could do to to get that going. I mean, these people, they, uh, they are in time of turmoil. And we, we, they could use as much uh, and things to take their minds off of the uh, predicament then, as possible. Then I'm in. When do we fight? Well, old man, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you have fought any time recent, but I will tell you this. We could make this uh, something to be remembered by the Bjorn him. What do you say we practice out a little fight now? Half then, thank you so much for bringing this man. I think I can mm. handle it to the rest of the way. Mm. I nod to Half Dan as he leaves. Half Dan, uh, I wish I could stay and see this, but I will. Bri- I will. Uh, I will promote this fight more than if I were to ever get married. Uh, trust me, I'm very excited for this. And he, um, <laughs> he leaves, and he's kind of like clapping his hands. He he gives you like that half hug and claps your shoulders as good luck. And he and he leaves the arena. So it's. Right now, it is just you and Asker in the arena, um, kind of. And he's bringing you up. He's like, all right, old man, uh, you, do you feel limber? You want a moment at the training post to... Uh, no, I stretched earlier. Half done. It helped me with this. All right. Do you want to do a little competition right now? I would like nothing more. That sounds great. All right, remember, if you need to tag out at any point, you just let me know, and I will let you out. Hmm. You got it? I got it. All right, I don't want to hurt you, old man. <laughs> Worry not. All right. And so he kind of he gets up his uh, spear again and his shield. So what I'm thinking is, um, as we begin to fight, instead of actually fighting, I should probably do a performance check. 
to make mm. it seem like I'm trying to act like an old man who is fighting until an opening comes up. I think that's perfect. Okay. I love that. Okay, cool. So he is going to, to the best of his ability, okay. he's, he's going to get his uh, shield up and his spear. And you guys are about four feet apart in the middle of this arena. And uh, he goes, I'll let you make the first move. Okay, I rolled a 19 on my performance. So Oh, perfect. And how I'll do this is I will just contend it against his strength as if he is okay. using his strength to perform. Yeah, like he's he, actually trying to fight he's me. He's trying to fight you. So but instead unlike of like him, I'm an actual warrior. Exactly. So um, nine, not your 19 beats his 15 that he got. And so... Um, you actually impress him with this first move. How do you how do you want to come okay. at him? Well, I want to uh, you know I'm trying to hustle a little bit. So yeah. what I'm going to do is I'm going to come at him uh, and I'm going to force him back, but I'm mm. going to try to like stumble a little bit and pretend like oh, oh gosh yeah uh, all right forget there was a rock there. So not only there. did you get like a good kind of hit in like you bring the spear in and he he blocks that you you bring him back a little bit closer to that training post, but you do that little stumble and he mm-hmm. buys the performance. He goes ah, Batchy, you are much better than I anticipated. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. I like that. Mm. Ah, and he comes at you real quick, trying to surprise attack. He got a 15. Uh, I got a 13. Okay. So So. he actually comes up and you block once, uh, you block his shield off of you, but he kind of does a shield bash on your chest, <laughs> knocking the wind out of you, and he brings his spear up, and there's actually a little, just a small nick just at your at your shoulder. It doesn't do okay. any damage, but it's like uh, it's like for spectacle, and he goes, yeah. all right, can you, can you take that hit? Ah, <laughs> this is nothing. Oh, you good. should see the scars under this armor. This is fun. This is what will get the people throwing their coin down to us. <laughs> and then I attack. Whoa. Oh, that's a nat one. Oh, <laughs> so I think probably what should happen then is I you actually like harm him. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. How do you uh, want to do this? How do you want to play out? So I think when he's I, like, he's like, he's got his, he's got his arms apart. So mm-hmm. kind of like bearing his chest and he's talking about the gold raining down. He's like looking up to the top of the dome. Yeah. So I think since it's a performance check, I think the attack was probably good. Yes. Yeah. I just. Like I just messed up on the performance and accidentally actually stabbed him. Probably and he did not roll well in terms of like being able to notice it and and yeah. block your attack. So how, how do you want to attack him and what kind of damage do you want to do to him? Okay, so I think what happens is um, I stab him in the arm. <laughs> uh, Which but, arm? His uh, so, shield arm, his left arm, or his uh, spear probably arm? Probably his, his, right his left arm, the okay, same arm the that he hit me in, ah. uh, because that's the one I would be aiming for. But you're doing but then actual I, damage. But then I actually stabbed him in the arm, probably somewhere around the bicep area. Okay. And I immediately go, oh, oh, ah. oh I meant to give God. you the same cut. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Damn you, ah. Jeez. Okay. Whoa. Hey. Oh, okay. Let, that well, actually here. hurt. Uh, no. Let, no. No. Let get, me see Get this. away from let me. me. Get this. away from me. And I, I drop. I drop my spear. Okay. I'm just like, hold on, hold on. I I have uh, some medical training. Go please. ahead and roll um, a d10 for the spear. Okay. And we'll actually get the damage that you did to him. So that's a nine. Wow. Yeah. So you actually like, wow, he's kind of holding his arm. You brought the spearhead into like his probably arm. through the other side. Then. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, maybe the point came out the other side yeah. before you were able to drop back. Uh, no, 
oh, yeah, this might need some attention. So I'm going to try to Ugh. persuade him, I guess, to let me uh, come closer to come him. closer and yeah, try yeah, to yeah, perform yeah. some yeah. medical yeah, treatments absolutely. or something. So that's a 20 total, not a nat 20, but just a 20. Nice. Yeah. I mean, oh. he's like, oh, you uh, back in your day, you handled stuff like this, please. Yes. And it doesn't require oh, any fast movements. Damn. I can. Okay, okay, I can okay. do this still Just fine. get over here. Yes. It's bleeding a lot. Okay, so God. what I do is I, I take out I take out some strips of cloth. Okay. And I and I wrap hurry, it around. Hurry. Yeah, so I wrap it around and I cut off his blood flow. Oh. And then <sighs> I slowly I, I as my arms are around him, I, I have reached myself around his back and I grab his throat huh? and I slowly start squeezing oh. and cutting off his oxygen. What are you doing? And I release my I release my uh, my disguise. Give me a strength to hold him down because this guy okay. is stronger than the shaman. Ooh, snap! Uh, I take advantage though because it is a surprise attack. Okay, so that's going to be a nineteen. He is unable to. He like he drops his his uh, spear. His okay. left hand is actually immobile. The way that you cut into his arm, mm-hmm. so he he's like got his wrist up against it and he's got his right hand grabbing your um the arm that's holding his throat yeah 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 and i say to him all right do you recognize me so you've tried i I really i release just enough to let him get a little breath and i'm just like do you recognize me what you did to rory is unacceptable I have no, 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 no qualms no. with what goes on between Trailenders and, and Vatikans. Are you? Um, but, to, but you will serve as the second reminder to the Vatican people of no. what happens no. when they mess with the Rowdy Boys. And then I take, I take my dagger out and I say, now die. And my blade heats up yet again. And I slice his throat, and it instantly cauterizes the wound as he, yeah, as he dies. <laughs> but but like quicker than that, he dies quicker. 